Greetings, viewers and listeners. Welcome to Heroes of Thylea, an actual play, show, and podcast produced by Lionhead Gaming. This production is the Lionhead Gaming version of Odyssey of the Dragon Lords, an epic 1-20 adventure book for D&D 5th edition created by Arcanum Worlds. A blend of classic high fantasy with Greek mythology to create an epic saga of an adventure. Combined with my own changes to create something unique and wonderful that I hope both you and my excellent cast of close friends enjoy. And so with that... I want to let the cast reintroduce themselves and their characters. Hello, this is John. He, him, and I play Mercury, the Siren Demigod Sorcerer. Well, I'll tell you what, there ain't no finer god on this entire realm than Kira. She's going to make the sun shine, and she's going to make that music just flow. Hello! I'm Brendan, he, him, and I play Sophia, the Stygian philosophy wizard. We are all just pawns in a game of which we do not understand the rules. Hey, I'm Kishi. I play Bartholomaios, the Minotaur Herculean Barbarian. May the Ancient Ones watch over you. I'm Nick, he, him, and I play Theamos, the human dragon lord paladin. Okay, Sophia, 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 what's irritating doesn't go away and makes you miserable. A lich. Get it? Because it's a play on it's your no fun. Mercury would have laughed at that joke. Hi, I'm Nikki Davin, and I play Imperia, the nymph Amazonian ranger. Dragons. <laughs> There's just such awe-inspiring creatures. I'm Mel, she, her, and I play Nyx, the Nymph Prophecy Cleric. I've spent centuries asking questions, and the only ones who have ever answered me are the stars. Hey, how's it going? I'm Peter, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Trace, the human hoplite fighter. Remember what has been lost. Fight for what hasn't been.
Excellent. And with that, uh, we do have some announcements. Sorry for the delay uh, dealing with server issues from the Forge, but hopefully we rectified those. And uh, John is out uh, sick uh, this week, so please wish him well, and hopefully he'll be uh, back with us, hopefully this upcoming Thursday for Song of Rapture, and then back on uh, this Sunday for more Heroes of Philea. Uh, so in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to skip him for the recap and pass it on over to Brendan. Oh my fucking God. Brendan, who is uh, currently <laughs> repping our new Lionhead Gaming merchandise, which you can find on our new merch store, no, Redbubble. Last time on Heroes of Thylea. We found ourselves making a path up the Trail of the Dead to the necropolis where a sort of trial awaited our heroes. However, there were still some trials we had here as well, making our way up the mountainside. As we seem to be going on our longer days, our trek starting to wear down upon us, we found ourselves in a sort of valley of sorts, seeing the stone walls of the past growing ever larger on either side of us. Out of nowhere, it seemed like the sky changed and an eruption ripped itself forward from one of the mountain peaks and a visage of a creature appeared. A call out into the day, a strange language none of us knew. Except for Sophia, one top to the Stygians, a way of warning for many of their origins, a dealing with a thing outside of Thylea, a demon, as it seemed like something had been summoned forth by some more invaders to these lands. Thankfully, the defenders of these lands came to answer it as gigantic stone hands ripped themselves forth from the mountainsides and crushed the demon before it even had a chance to move. It was brought back to where it came. However, the stone walls themselves did not particularly survive all that well. As those stone hands ripped forth, they brought with it a torrent of stone and rock that crumbled all around us and very quickly threatened to not just bash us from head to toe, but also completely bury us in the stonework. Sophia did what she could, acted quickly, as the rest of the party blasted flying stones out of the air, and Atreus defending Sophia as she worked from falling stones, taking a hearty blow in her stead. As a faithful bit of magic was put into place, a tiny hut formed, and defending them from the crushing stones. After a bit, everything finally subsided, as it seemed like the ongoing torrent of stone ended, leaving our heroes buried quite a bit underneath the surface. Although light still shone in from cracks or two, we heard from calls from outside from Kira, the goddess that accompanied us on our little journey, that told us that she would uh, try to find some help as we were in a spot of trouble. But thankfully, with one of the most powerful forces in existence, Sophia called upon the power of math! And in doing so, was able to find a, a bit of a solution, creating a crevice where they kept safety and shrinking it a bit to cause another little landslide, but this time measured. 
quite well, as able to dig our way outwards from the uh, from the landscape now reformed, without the need of the divine intervention. Maybe some of the party members uh, will be grudging of such a simple solution, scared that maybe our own efforts, when given up to the gods, could have been better place somewhere else. But, well, <laughs> the opportunity to sit in darkness and reminisce about some of our misgivings between the party might have to take place later on, as it was stolen from them by Sophia's mouth. After that, uh, our, our party continued their journey up the mountainside as the temperature started to drop drastically and the winter clothing was broken out for our protection. A bit more preparation being put to use as we climbed every steadily forward until a strange song started to be heard on the mountainside air as some of us were taken by such a song. And it seemed like a good handful simply turned and walked off a cliff. Thankfully not to their immediate doom, but still enough to bash and bruise and cut them up, laying at the bottom of a pit some 80 feet below us, as we were descended upon by horrible little screeching harpies from basically all directions. We fought, some of us separated from the others, trying to defend ourselves. Most notably, had Nyx protect a, put up a protective shield of strange starry magic, that tried to hold off the attackers on our more fragile individuals, but eventually we cut them down one by one, even uh, trying to cut them out of the sky as they tried to swarm around us. And now we return to our group, standing upon the mountain pass, pass quite, uh, quite bloodied, but still alive, and uh, willing to move onwards. Or give up and go home. I don't know. We haven't really had that conversation yet. So we'll see today. <sighs> lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> uh, I feel like the mask or the face wasn't in the right place. Nah, you oh, did well. You did great. It's, it's okay. Just, just hold it up so everybody can see. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. I want oh, one. Uh, that was very well told. And... Uh, go ahead and reset your mythic inspiration and set it to two. As indeed, coming off the heels of a uh, rather intense uh, fight against these uh, singing charmers, these strange harpies, cursed uh, creatures and predators of these mountains, uh, you all were able to overcome them, though, like you said, with quite a few uh, bruises and injuries as we bring you back on over. We basically ended the session right as you guys would have essentially gotten yourselves out of the crevice and back onto the path uh, to continue. As... Where are we at? There you are. A strange sort of silence seemed to sort of come over you guys as you were climbing up and sort of passing into this uh, 
much colder section of the mountains, the temperature rapidly dropping and causing you to have to break out the winter clothing. Encountering the harpies and this sudden change from deathly quiet and snowfall being broken apart by the cacophony of battle and explosions of fireballs. And then with them all defeated, and now you all back on the path, you find yourself in that almost deathly silence once again. The snow following around you, just the soft puff of wind, and that's about it. Yes, do, 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 do. You will find yourselves on the far uh, side, the path laying out before you, uh, though a number of you still pretty wounded. With it being uh, the time that it is in the day, uh, about 5.30 or so uh, in the afternoon, there's not a lot of ground to cover uh, left before sunlight starts to leave you, and you all are pretty wounded, is what you all want to do. Well, that was miserable. It's not going to be the last, I'm sure. There's probably many more around these mountain areas. Yes. Perhaps we can find a cave to shelter us from the snow. That would be nice. Does anyone know mountains well? I don't really hang out up here. Anywhere that's covered away from prying eyes would be good enough. I'd make my way over the cliffside. I do not want to camp in a, a harpy graveyard. Who knows what the dead bodies will attract? Probably all sorts of scavengers. Not to mention Path of the Dead. I hate to think that any of them would rise again. Don't say such things. Too far away, isn't it? No. Alright, then I <laughs> can lead the way. It's a still mountains. I still know my way around such terrain. Who needs healing before we continue? Blanchett, Athenaeus. Sophia was targeted pretty heavily up here. Ah. That's what's fine for now. The comeback holding a, a grip full of feathers. some of my magic if we are going to keep going forward I don't want to slow us down alright then keep your senses sharp 
Hopefully we don't have to fight, just a uh, little bit more traveling left to do. As Nyx is going to start leading the way. Alright. <laughs> Rolls dice. That's not- oh, it's for cure wounds. For a minute there I was like, god damn. Roll initiative! Yeah, so Thinaeus sort of uses some magic to heal himself and uh, Blanchette of her injuries. <clears throat> Pushing forwards, if you, you get some uh, harpy feathers easily enough. Who's he heal? Maybe Mercury? Uh, he no. healed himself and Blanchette. Uh, push him off the cliff. Do you need me to tend to your injuries as well? I'm fine. I'm looking to you, Sophia. She's, she's not fine. She's just difficult. I know the type. I've already tended to my wounds with medicine. I just need a place to rest, and I will recover. You have aided us with your own magic in climbing up this high. I can do the same, it's fine. Did you get 20 HP? As he pats Slurp on the it back. Up. these gifts from Thylia for a reason. And gives Mercury. I'm assuming his last high level slot as he gets 19. Hey guys, we found ourselves a healer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the NPC as our, uh, our in-party healer, yeah. Not another campaign. Congratulations, you have I been promoted too. to heal bot. <laughs> become our, our bundle of wand of cure wounds. I'll get the bag. Pressing on through the snowy path. Do, 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 do. Trying to find a decent place to camp. Uh, I'm going to need a check from Unix. One second. Wow. It should be in the chat log. You can go ahead and roll that survival check for me. Uh, I believe I would have advantage because I'm in my favorite terrain. That's how that works. Yeah, so do I hold alt for this click? I uh, try holding shift. Uh, 
but that's all right. A 22 more than sufficient as uh, traveling forwards up this path, the cold starts to bite back into you now that you're just uh, climbing again. Uh, but in about 30 minutes or so, uh, you sort of get the signs and shift in the uh, rock near you, uh, coming not really to like a, cl a clearing, but sort of like a cresting uh, sort of uh, cliff almost is like the, the path seems to sort of thicken by about 10 uh, to 20 feet or so. And uh, you see a small break in the stone uh, to your left, sort of along the side of the mountain, uh, a shallow cave, but large enough to sort of accommodate uh, probably about half of you uh, with the other half sort of protruding out this uh, depression into the stone, uh, serving as a small sort of overhang, uh, not a very deep cave, but certainly passable and uh, facing away from the wind, at least in the current direction it's blowing. It'd be coming at your backs, which is thankfully uh, sheltered by the entire mountain. We're stopping here. I was, I was going to ask him to repeat. He cut out a little bit for me. Uh, you find a sort of shallow depression in the rock as you continue to pass up about like an, uh, about 30 to 45 minutes from now. Um, and it seems like it would be sufficient when combined with Sophia's bubble. Uh, that, and you're also facing away from the wind, uh, would be coming at the back of the mountain. Uh, so you'll have pretty good shelter in that regard as well. Not a lot of cover or like vegetation or animals. You're just kind of on this barren path where you are right now. Uh, but it's as good as you think you aren't going to get without pushing on into the unknown. All right, as before, in the small little cave. I'll get started then. So it goes. As I begin to cast a ritual. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which one. All right, so we should probably try to keep our uh, body temperature well. So everyone strip off and cuddle. Fear modes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not joking. I mean, like, at least that's what I was taught. Granted, he was also uh, kind of a horny guy, but let's not talk about that. I don't think that's necessary, Thanos. I think that not... inside of Sophia's bubble will be more than comfortable. It's not necessarily wrong, but it's not completely necessary, considering we have clothing for the weather oh my god you guys he's just telling a joke as Kira sort of chimes in from behind you oh really I'm too tired for jokes right now Thamos I should introduce you to my friend Ambrosia Thamos I think you two would get along very nicely because they're funny or because they're hot both She runs that brothel that I've been staying at in Mitros. I might take you up on that offer. Oh my god. If we survive to Mitros. I need you to find some other attractive white haired individual to swoon over. Oh. 
Wait, are you telling me that you have a suitor next? I guess you could say that. Usually I outlive them, but she's half elven, so that's that has not quite worked out for me. <laughs> Depending on the passage of time to rid yourself of your suitors, interesting. Uh. The longest left on red ever. I'll just wait till you die of old age, that's fine. <laughs> Oof. I don't ghost you, you ghost me. By dying. No, wait. No, get back here, you guys. It's nothing personal, it's just that Ambrosia's not quite my type, I don't think. Very lovely woman, just... I haven't had feelings for her like I've had for others. This is all. Hmm. Interesting. No, I think it's very straightforward. Nothing quite interesting about that. What's interesting is why she hasn't gotten the message. Hope and foolishness often go hand in hand. Hmm. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, there are those that have not particularly enjoyed your company without even really getting to know you. An impression that speaks for itself before you can even speak? If I'm to understand what I've heard correctly. Yes. Valus confirmed such a predicament. Hmm. It is Lutheria's connection to me that makes people uneasy when they are around me. Yet, for some reason, it doesn't seem to intimidate anybody that was chosen by the Oracle. Or it seems a few notable individuals in your past. Hmm. Very few. Perhaps it's better I stay uninvolved, considering what's happened to those. But not scared away by my presence. It's certainly a possibility. So, oh, good. Well, at the end of the conversation, as Nyx is waiting for Sophia's ritual to conclude, she's just going to lean against the wall of 
their small cave and just look upon her uh, Lutherian mark on the inside of her arm. Just in thought. Same sort of golden patch, this strange uh, marking underneath it, these three ruby red stars that seem to just look like blood, though they aren't not oozing anymore. They aren't quite scabbed either. It doesn't really hurt, it just seems to be there. We are nearing uh, the highest point of the mountains that my people inhabit. We'll soon split ways within the coming days. That's understandable. Will it be safe for you and Blanchett after you split off? I know the path from where we'll need to split and how to get to our people. It'll be a short journey within the day. Hopefully things are... Well, I doubt they'll be better than when I left, but hopefully they're not worse. We can only hope and pray to Thylea, I guess. Such are these times. Athenaeus seems to sort of just settle in next to uh, the wall. Blanchett seems to be pretty exhausted and uh, just quickly drifts off to sleep, uh, leaning against him as your ritual comes to its fruition. Pop up the bubble. That gray dome of force that quickly raises the temperature around you to a comfortable level definitely better than the freezing temperatures outside though not uh sweltering that's for sure with nice calm 72 degrees i suppose uh i'm a tiefling i keep it at like 90. <laughs> <laughs> comfortable for me Oh Fuck God. you guys. You play a fucking fire Janazi and all of a sudden everyone's dying of heat stroke. <laughs> it's like sub 120, guys. What the, what's wrong with you? I'll be freezing. <laughs> I start to tinker with my bag. Nyx is going to pull, uh, take the horn of Balmatria off from her belt and just conjure some beverage for her to sip on. Take first watch as usual. Well, here I guess I'll take second watch. I don't know why I'm so gravelly. <laughs> Something's in my throat, apparently. To Gregory voice. 
I'm just a little bit deeper today. <laughs> As Brendan will be piloting Mercury in the interim. <laughs> I'll take second watch with Mercury. I'll join Atreus for four. Unless you don't choose to take it this time. I just know it's your usual post. Taking any watches, the MS? Atreus said he was going to take fourth. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Sorry, what's the watch list? Uh, so, Theo first. third. Yeah. Yeah, I think third okay, is the You whole. both started talking at the same time, so I have no idea what I was saying. Sophia's on first. Uh, Mercury's on second. I think Inferia is also joining second. And yeah. then it's Atreus and Nyx on fourth, so we don't have a third watcher yet. Okay, I'll do third thing. Okay. Nyx is going to finish her wine and then wind down for bed. It seems to be a relatively uh, quiet evening into night. Uh, the snow continues to fall uh, without much wind joining it. It's just this sort of almost peaceful uh, scene uh, looking out into the mountains. What are you doing? Okay, there we go. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to get to the rules and it's spamming me with errors. Oh, is that you? Are you are you the one causing just opening the rules. I'm just trying to look at what the oils are and it's freaking out. I don't know. Poor Brendan. These are rubies, right? Yeah, okay. Randomly yeah, when I'm making it glow. I prepare my my stuff to, oh, God, that was me. to make some ruby uh some flame heart oil to last my rubies. Mm, okay. Is it really the third? If Cilion, yep. Very confused. So we got here on the 26th. Yeah, the cross from Mitros took four days. Uh, going through the area that was sort of like the forested area uh, with the large statues and all of that before you got to the hinterlands, that took three days. Uh, the Hintelins oh, itself shit. took three days. And where you are now is yeah. on uh, day four, seven, ten, eleven. You should be on the eleventh day. Pytheon only, Pytheon only has nine, uh, 29 days. I thought we were on a 28th deal. Sorry, I interrupted. As it seems to be a relatively quiet night, uh, without 
what seems like much accosting you is what do you all want to do on your various watches first just being sophia i believe just making your flame heart oils and not much else yep 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 it comes and goes just as quickly yes how far Yeah, never mind. It's fine. You guys have dinner and start your watches. Boom, boom. First watch comes and goes uh, with Mercury and Inferia. Inferia, are you doing anything in particular? Uh. No. Just kind of. Sitting on watch. Lots of contemplating the last couple of days. And, like, she's kind of had another one of her little light bulb moments where it's like the real world is the real world and she hasn't been living in it. <laughs> and uh, now she is, and she has to deal with that. And she can't just run away from it the way she did when Themis was taken over. This is this is a world where like not everything is gonna be quote unquote right, but that doesn't make it wrong either. And she's like mind blown. This this whole gray zone is weird for her. Her right and wrong is not necessarily in line with everybody else's right and wrong. But she had a very kind of black and white view, anyways. And now she's being forced to recognize that that's just not how the world works. Aging up quite quickly on your little adventure out away from yeah. the old woods or from Themis. Yeah, definitely maturity, have being the... maturity being shoved down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> definitely have the right environment for this sort of contemplation. Uh, the comfort of the dome combined with the uh, quiet night air, uh, able to see uh, off into the distance quite a ways, uh, a starry night sky uh, in between the snowflakes. Uh, as nothing seems to cost you throughout second watch. Just gonna spam some rolls here real quick. I'm not making. So we're on the 11th day? Yep. That's what I need. Eight more of these. Oh my god. Okay, how do I add? I had nine to this? Where's my proficiency? Three. Eight to these, okay. Ooh, a critical success and a critical failure, it looks like. For your, uh, map making. Gotcha. As coming into third watch, you have, uh, Theamos. You doing anything in particular, Theamos? I had something. Oh, I go outside and I make a snowman. 
You find plenty of snow for such a thing. It does not seem to sort of stop, uh, and you're able to to make a snowman with a a bit of effort and some good good old fashioned strength and know how. You do anything special to it, or is it just like a your average duder? Uh, it's just an average snowman. I'll probably make a snow family if I have time. <laughs> it's two hours, right? You should be able to make a snow family in two hours. Able to get the uh, the snow together, you can get a little snow family. Put some huge mommy milk or something wonderful. Ah, of nope. course. Yep. Roll together some snow, a snow chest for the mom. God, I almost thought you rolled for it for a second there. <laughs> yeah, roll for mommy milker size. Let's go. Dear lord. Not enough for crit success, I don't think. I need a 25. For the flame heart? Yeah, so I just get yeah. two oils. And we come to fourth watch with uh, Atreus and Nyx. Oh, that's cute. Nyx says, pointing at the snow family outside the cave. <laughs> As you all just take your watch, keep an eye out. Yeah, for Nyx, it's more like keeping an ear out. Uh, she's going to pull out the second scroll in Azarios' trilogy and read that. Yeah, sort of making your way through uh, this scroll, like I said before, certainly uh, seems longer than the first. And you're sort of dealing now with the sort of middle section of it, and it seems to be almost drier in its uh, writing style. Like there is almost like a, a dip of passion is less uh, emotional, like sort of um, philosophical ideas and more sort of a recounting of uh, different perspectives on uh, the books or the scrolls topic from other scholars and uh, sort of refreshing ideas that other people have uh, have had on this uh, line of thinking. And it just, it doesn't seem to stretch for very long, but just in the context of what you've been going through these last few days, it is less exciting for you, for sure, to hear the the thoughts of these other uh, philosophers, some of whom you may have heard in passing uh, sort of be talked about, but you're, you find yourself both wanting to skip to where Azario starts talking about what he thinks again, but at the same time, you're worried about missing his opinions on uh, some of the things that he is uh, sort of bringing up in this section. So you find yourself still reading through it just to be sure you don't miss anything. But <clears throat> it is not particularly exciting at this point. And before you know it, 
the sun starts to crest through the mountains, uh, reflecting off of the snow and quickly uh, lighting up the cave, bringing you all into the morning as the uh, cliff face definitely seems to be sort of pointed almost directly east as the sun seems to sort of just line up almost right with you. Uh, no chance of sleeping know, in, really. Do we know how much longer uh, before we hit the City of the Dead? Mm, this is an area that is very, very, very poorly documented. Uh, most of the records for the old uh, city created uh, by Telemach Archelander uh, have fallen away or have not really been recovered. Um, the peak of Telemach, though, if you want, you can try to sort of uh, reasonably estimate how much longer it should take you to travel that distance based on the maps that you have, uh, your own expertise in mountaineering, uh, and the ability to see Telemach and sort of reason this together. It's going to be a very difficult survival check, though. Normal survival check. You're dealing with mountains and the like. You're familiar with the space. You'd still have advantage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Nice. 24. Even with a 24, sort of looking at the situation that you're in and the lack of information on the path of the dead itself, you're just having to sort of try to piece it together in a as-the-crow-flies sort of manner. Uh, because you don't know how this is going to wind between uh, the peaks and the uh, valleys of the mountains that you're going up. You can only really just see how far the, the, the Telemach is from where you are and compare that to your maps and try to do some measurements uh, based off of the scale. Uh, though 24 does convey to you some information. Uh, da, 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 da. You think, based on the distance where you are uh, now and how far you've gone and looking to where Telemach is, you don't know how long it'll take you on the path, but you can tell at least by distance, you are within about five days travel. Uh, but how that will shake out when you have to deal with the cliffs, the blizzard above you, etc 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 it could definitely add time to it because you can't just hop off the cliff you're at and just fly straight to telemach as all of you rouse yourselves on this the fourth of Cilion. uh the once again, as the bubbles begins to break down and the cold seems to sort of seep in, you find yourself quickly uh, getting comfortable in your uh, winter clothing uh, above or beneath your armor, trying to just keep your heat to yourself and push on through the day. Uh, still the same sort of rocky, sort of barren uh, space that you're traveling through now. As all of you enjoy the benefits of a long rest, Right. 
Yes. Are you at Mercury? Just before we wake everyone up, uh, Atreus approaches. So, wrong person. Next. I thought all night about how I'm supposed to approach you like this, but. All night. Mm hmm. I thought about it long and hard. You know me. Of course. It's not... I know Theomos did it, but... It seems they... That Inferior Mercury also believe you're part of it. And I thought Theomos is stubborn and he meant the best, but... I'm banking on you to be able to apologize on his behalf. She just raises an eyebrow. There's nothing to apologize for, we did what we did. That's not it, and you know it. That's not what I'm asking you to apologize for. I mean, it's part of it, but... I know. Please, just let them know. I don't want them to begrudgingly hate you and do most. The rest of this journey. At least let them know that you're not throwing them to the side. You're just letting them stew and ruminate and they'll get over it. Don't do that next. Please. I'll try to talk to Inferior too. Alright, I'll say something before we head out for the day. Trace just puts a hand on your shoulder. Thank you, Nyx. Truly. This journey is long and arduous. It's the... Suppo supposedly, every time we've done something, the hardest thing we're ever going to do. First it was not being sacrificed, and then it was killing New Cerberus, and then it was surviving the Titans, etc, etc. We've survived it all, but it seems our greatest enemy is ourselves. Huh? <laughs> Nyx just puts her hand, uh... Funny. ...over yours. Oh, trust me, I... am all too familiar with being my own worst enemy. I'll try to talk to them too, so they don't... ...get so bent out of shape as well. I hope I can get through to Inferia. She's young, but that means she can learn. Mercury's just been in a bad mood since we left Mitro, so he might need a little more time. And plus, he's always kind of been stubborn in his views. But it doesn't matter. What matters is if I extend a symbol of peace. Just wounds can reheal, but trust cannot. At least not as easily. 
all I'm asking. All right, Atreus. You don't ask for very much. I'm sure I can handle this. <sighs> Thank you. At least in theory. I'm not sure about Mercury. He seems to be really out of it. Especially today. It's like he's not even here. Have you heard his voice? It's quite strange. <laughs> he tried to reach my octave. <laughs> Anyways. Like I said, he's been in a bad sort of moon. Either ever since we've left Mitros or ever since he lost his wings. <sighs> Hopefully after the necropolis we can get him sorted out and getting his wings or something. I don't know how sirens work. Oh, that's... Very simply, when they're in bad moods, when they're in terribly bad moods, they lose their wings. Ambrosia, the woman I mentioned earlier, she's, she's also a siren. I watched her wings fly right off of her and straight towards the sun the first time I rejected her. Oof. Which is why whatever Mercury is going through, it has to be temporary, but he won't even talk about it, so... Temporary is as long as he chooses it to be. Uh, I'll try to get through to him. Somehow. But one person at a time. Yes. Alright, I'll go wake her up. <sighs> I'll get some food started for everyone. Mm -hmm. Apologies are better taken when you have warm food. <laughs> and she throws a couple lepta into the pot. And uh, some smoke fish begins to sizzle out of it. <laughs> We've only had island breakfast for the last several days. Because Nyx decides this is perfect. Ah, yes, fish. Hmm. Fish while in the highest Oh god, it's thing. only fish. I've been feeling very nostalgic this last week. Leave me alone. Everyone's been feeling nostalgic. <laughs> it's gone around. Until <laughs> so I hit him, hit him deep. Yeah, Atreus will gently wake up in Feria. Atreus? It's time to wake up. Thank you. I've been meaning to ask you something. Yes? As he takes a deep breath, can you find, can you find it within yourself to forgive Theomas and Nyx? I know what they did. We all know what they did. We can't change the past, unfortunately. You can't not bemoan the rock that fell in front of you. You can only walk around it. This or, is true. I guess move it, but the action <laughs> has already been done, the damage has been made, so the only thing we can do is mend the wound. True. I don't want it to fester. Not with you, not with Mercury. I... cannot say it would be easy, Atreus, but I can recognize the importance of a unified group when we face the necropolis it never does exactly yes it never serves well to be a well 
scattered hunting group, which only asks for the bear to come. It's how I met the Amazons, you know? But yes. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yes, I don't... Necropolis is our hardest challenge yet, and it seems and we have not even arrived, and we have already felt its effects. It being our hardest challenge, huh? <laughs> you are not wrong. That is for sure. To answer your you question, don't... Atreus, yes, I will be able to forgive them. However, that forgiveness... I'm not asking you to turn the other cheek. Or... I'm just asking you to... Oh, how would you say? I'm not good with words. Accept <laughs> what has been done. And not move past it, because that would be foolish. That, would, that causes people to ruminate and stew on it. Because then they, they ask to move past it, and then they keep thinking about it. I just want you to... Oh, I don't want to tell you what to do. That also feels counterintuitive. I'm not good with words inferior. Please, just. It's all right to try. If you ever, if you ever feel like anyone in the group has offended you or something like that, come to me. I'll talk to them. I'll talk to you. I'll be in ear. Thank you can you talk to me time. about anything. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Deeply. Actually, now that I ask, how do you feel? <laughs> That's a good I... this, What's whole... On you? this whole journey has been surreal in the strangest way. I feel like I'm just finding the Amazons again. I went from a sprite in the woods, nothing more than a fairy tale, to learning their culture and becoming one of them. And then when that fell apart, I went back to being a sprite in the woods. And now, here again, I find myself within a new group of people learning a new culture. And, well, it's difficult. It's been a lot. It's been overwhelming. But not without its positives. As they might say. I have much to learn, Atreus. I'm still a child to my people. Yet I do not know my people. It's hard to say. Anyways. Well, I think this is a journey for all of us. In self-discovery and... Other motivational... <laughs> speech. I don't know. I... Thank you. The Richard. Oracle has definitely said that our fates will lead us on a journey, and I believe we will all come out the not the same as we started this. So I think us growing and all of us learning is part of the journey. Yes, that was very wise of you, Atreus. Thank you. I have my moment of clarity. <laughs> I think you have them more often than you let on. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, next is making fish again. Oh, I'm not sure if I don't... I'm not sure if I'm starting to dislike it, but... <laughs> I mean, I've never ate this much fish before. Neither have I, despite living on an island. 
That's interesting. Alright. Let's meet up with the others. Up, two, three, four. Trish joins back! I hope you haven't lost your appetite for the traditional cerulean breakfast of the Ore Nymphs. Mmm. I say traditional, but I think it might have only been my family. I wouldn't know. Well, nonetheless, it will be hearty. <sighs> Ready for today's travel. That will be... As the trace looks up, cold. As if it hasn't been for the last two days. Or is it one day? I don't know. The last, yesterday really melded into itself. I'm not really sure what happened. It's quite <laughs> strange. Was... It's, it's like I was having an out of body experience. I saw what was happening, but I wasn't really there. It was strange. Mm. I can believe that. You had an awfully long day. You spent about an hour just digging us out of those rocks. I suppose. Alright. Fish. No idea, Before we continue on ones next, yeah. Sorry. Continue our ritual in the morning of me giving you a superior healing potion because the one I gave you the day before is now gone. Because it only lasts 24 hours, so I gotta keep giving you new ones every morning. Oh gosh. Do we, do we just give you like an empty vial? Does it just evaporate? It, it just evaporates. I, I, my bag spits them out. For the rest of you, take one of these. If the cold gets unbearable, it should help. Oh. As I hand out a small flask of oil to each of you. What does it do? Do I drink it? No, Can I drink it? Oil like the rest. You can't, Spons. Most likely the only benefit you would gain would be diarrhea. Sprinted on your armor over a bit of time, it should last an hour. Protect you from the cold. Place it on a weapon, it should burn when you strike. If you need to apply it in haste, it will not last nearly as long, only a minute or so. But, if worse comes to worst. Click the thing to send the thing. Can I, like, select everybody? No, I can only select one person at a time. Trying to give you some, or did you already get yourself some? I've got them all. Okay. I'm handing them out. It'll take me a bit. Eh. So Sophia's just giving this to us in advance, or she's expecting us to, like, put it on. Let's give it to you in advance, just out. Just in case. Just in case. Sophia is the well-prepared party member. Thanks, Sophia. <laughs> so, what would you do without you? Probably freeze. As Nyx is passing around the uh, fish. Oh no, Nikki left! <sighs> oh, dead. It's okay, I'll wait. Oh, I can't give one to to Mercury. Probably is not, not here to accept it. You can try dragging it to his character sheet. I think I got a thing that lets you actually do that. Yeah, I'll try that. Might still just duplicate it, not sure. 
his character sheet is different. He's got little icons for all his things, and it's like lined up next to each other. Yeah, he's using the grid style. Yeah, it sort of worked. I think it duplicated it, but I can just reduce it to one. Yeah. Works for me. Gets the job done. <laughs> On where do we go? Uh oh, all of mine disappeared. Indeed, pushing on. There you guys are. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, again, you're sort of in this, like, uh, interim space, sort of, uh... Sort of similar to like when you were making your way through uh, the forested uh, section uh, before, though this time without the trees or really the nature. Uh, the hinterlands uh, provided a host of climbing challenges and the like, uh, but you're not really seeing that ahead of you. The the area you're in keeps it sort of sparse vegetation and uh, hard rock and, and winding paths, uh, but it does not truly physically punish you uh through its geological uh components the cold uh bites into you quite quickly trudging your way through uh the snow thankfully the uh very heavy winter clothes uh that sophia procured for all of you uh hold this uh storm at bay uh, as you ascend you sort of find yourself now coming out of uh, this sort of small uh, storm that seemed to be hanging over uh, your path in this space. Looking up further, you can see Telemach again, still in the distance, this large white swirling cloud just billowing around it uh, and sort of the nearby mountains and uh, sort of breaking off into bits and pieces. As it seems like this small, uh, heavy snowstorm that you guys were under uh, falls away behind you and now you're just moving through cold air. It is uh, clear now. You can see up to uh, the sky and see the bright blue, much more uh, clear uh, than at like a lower altitude. Uh, some clouds actually starting to sort of be lower uh, off to your sides, uh, covering some of the lower mountains and hills. Uh, <clears throat> But looking back is essentially impossible now uh, that you've winded your way through this whole space. You can't see the valley or the massive statues any longer. It all just seems to sort of fall away uh, to rock and stone. As... Doo -doo -doo -doo. Time passes and... Uh, Nix and Inferia uh, definitely notice uh, sort of almost the sort of skip 
uh, to uh, Blanchett's uh, step. A few words shared by Athena Neus with her, and she seems to be looking forward uh, to, it seems like, seeing her mother again, getting uh, back with her people, uh, the other werewolves who have managed to hold on to what makes them uh, people and maintain their sanity, a small percentage of those uh, affected by this ancient Lutherian curse. <clears throat> it seems like the painful trauma uh, of a few days ago, that horrid combat and assault on uh, the other half of their group by those trolls, uh, certainly in the mind, but not at the front of it at the moment. More so just happy to have made it this far. Uh, thanks very heavily to you all. Swooping in to save her. Nyx just has a little bittersweet smile for Mother Blanchard seeing that she's in a higher spirits. Not bitter towards her, just bitter towards Nyx's own circumstance. Understandable. As do, 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 do. Taking a moment for lunch, you find yourselves uh, still just pushing against the cold and not much else. It's just a long sort of climbing walk uh, this whole way up. And the the mountains seem to sort of um, open up almost again, like a, uh, not like a valley, uh, but almost like, um, kind of like a bowl, I guess, which I guess would be technically a valley, uh, except you're, you're still sort of contending with a peak sort of breaking through the rock and sort of looking at this, Nyx, it's, striking you as being relatively unnatural like the shift in rock is strange and contorted and then you sort of realize what you're looking at isn't a natural peak as you sort of see the repeated shape of like one two three four of these strange thin long almost like almost like fingers but not really fingers they're like these strange sort of bent and curved protrusions and then it hits you where you've seen that shape before but it doesn't make any sense they remind you of ribs massive stone ribs protruding at a strange angle like something is half buried in the mountain itself But what it is you're looking at does not ring any bells for you. It's just disconcerting. You don't have any idea of myths or history about this area? <clears throat> this area and the, the section of the Mithril Mountains is a place that had been explored at one point, but these records are sparse at best. And this 
would only be Grandoise theories. There's no records or myths of titanic beings like this that you know of. The closest thing would be Thylea herself, but the myths for her say that she is all of the land, so this doesn't fit either. But there is certainly something strange about it. Not even the Cyclopses have ever been rumored to be this large. Oh no. I think... I'm going to... Music? There we go. <laughs> no, it's just coming from uh, Nikki there for a second. I think I am going to uh... Oh no, I didn't prep the thing I thought I would I had prepped. Never mind. I do nothing. I just make a note that it's bizarre. Actually I think I'm gonna investigate it real quick. And invite Sophia to see if this is something that interests her. You're sort of pushing on uh, through uh, this section. You find your, the path sort of bringing you much closer uh, to one of these large protrusions. These things are very, very large. Like, similar to the uh, statues that you saw at the very beginning, though not quite that big. Um, so you're coming to the base of a very large, rocky, bony protrusion. No, oh, so it's it's like to scale a person walking into like the ribcage of a dinosaur type of thing where it's just like arching over us. It's arching over you by like a couple hundred feet. Oh. It looks like part of the mountain. That's how large it is. Until you recognize the pattern and it sort of throws you for a loop. So it's like we're walking through the chest cavity. You don't see a matching set on the other side. You just see a group of them sort of coming out uh, to your right. So perhaps maybe the other half of it's underground. You're not really sure. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, proceed. Okay. Pushing onwards from there. Give me a sec, because uh, Nikki still had to step away. Do, 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 do. Okay, it is later in the day now. Time passes. 
<clears throat> and now coming uh, closer and closer to uh, the setting of the sun, once again, a quiet day, uh, it seems, of just travel through these mountains. Nothing uh, accosting you and just holding back uh, the cold, but it's it's almost like a nice sort of break. You find yourselves uh, hoping to maybe find uh, a place of rest uh, perhaps soon, but you have a bit more open path uh, before you as... The night, or not the night, but the uh, the dusk of the day seems to sort of take a strange sort of color to it. A sort of soft uh, blue seems to sort of shimmer onto uh, the mountainside. It's sort of looking up. You can see uh, why that is. You can see a very large full moon up above you. Uh, it is... A relatively clear uh, night sky, lots of uh, clear visibility, and Athenaeus takes a moment and sort of stops as you're moving up the path. And he just seems to sort of take in uh, a deep sort of breath, and then you can hear Blanchette sort of do the same uh, as she sort of seems to st stop just in front of him. <clears throat> I can smell my pack on the air. They are nearby. Just ahead of us. Maybe... Maybe an hour away. Will you push on with me? Oh, yes. problem with that. Of course. Are we allowed to? I thought you said we can't see it. No, we are not near I mean... the village. Oh, the village should be anyways. a day away from here. I don't know why they're out here. So this could be uh, a The rest? Possibly, Nexus. What'd you say, Themis? Or... Oh, that was anyway. Atreus. Uh, I think, like, I said duress. Yes. Something happened. They got moved now. Yeah, I don't... I don't smell blood. Or fear. But a great deal of them. You can feel just a sort of... As the wind sort of tussles your, uh... Your hair, Nyx, it seems to just be, like, you definitely seem to be downwind from uh, the storm off in the distance. Seems to be sort of almost just pushing a current uh, towards your faces. It's, it seemed to be sort of just doing that all day long, uh, but you just sort of notice it now. Well, then let's see if they're all right. <sighs> Athenaeus, is your pack affected at all by the phases of the moon? I know you all have managed to live above this curse Lutheria has put on your kin, but I'm still not entirely familiar with what that means for you. There's a great temptation to find yourself in this form during it. Those who are mad 
with lycanthropy cannot stop themselves. But for us, it is empowering, but not something that will send us into a rage. Empowering. That's interesting to me. All right, let's go see if everyone is all right or if they need our assistance in any way. Nyx uh, begins to take the lead down the mountain path. Second. After about 30-35 minutes or so, you can hear the sort of uh, scrape or shift again as Athenaea sort of comes to a halt and just says one word, gritted through his teeth. Trolls. They are on the air as well. Damn it. As he just seems to sort of shift his uh, body weight lower and just keep moving uh, down this path up the mountain. Uh, but he seems to be moving like between uh, like rocky outcroppings and trying to hide himself uh, while moving quickly. Yes. What do you all do? Sort of seeing uh, and hearing this. Nyx is going to grab onto her medallion and also try to stay hidden but close behind Athenaeus. Because uh, her extra shield doesn't last very long, so she wants to make sure that if she puts it up, it's going to be used. Sophia falls back behind, sort of following them, but uh, seeing that they stop, falls back uh, a little bit of cover and starts to catch her, cast a ritual to summon a little unseen sir. Athenaeus, how much further do you think they are? Fifteen, maybe thirty minutes. I can't tell now. The wind is shifting. And the smells are mixing together. That doesn't bode well. Yes. Do, 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 do. It's after about twelve minutes or so. Do, do. You can see 
this uh, path begin to sort of crest up, and you can tell based on the fact that you can't really see uh, over it, it almost seems to sort of dip back down now that you're coming to the top of something. Uh, and as you're coming up to the uh, near towards the top of this path, you can hear what sounds like uh, almost sort of like barks or just like growls and it, it sort of grunts uh, and what almost sound kind of like drums or maybe just like uh, a large uh, group of people sort of maybe stomping uh, their feet into the earth. You're not really sure, but it, it certainly sounds like a great number of creatures are just beyond uh, this last rise on this path. As Athenaeus uh, gets closer to the ground, almost it seems to... Uh, all four is sort of bringing his uh, his front hand against the earth as he just seems to bring himself low uh, to the very top of this crest and sort of peek over it as uh, Blanchette joins him on his left as he's about 20 feet in front of you guys. He seems to just be trying to like move as quickly and as quietly as he can, uh, obviously concerned for whatever is happening. As let me know what, if anything, you will do. The sound approaches us, Sophia calls on a little bit of magic, as six little spots of gray matter appear around her shoulders. Buckets find the button. Ooh, last 10 minutes good shit okay Mercury, yeah, what are creatures, you the creatures start getting closer Thamos is just gonna lay a hand on his armor and just kind of bless himself shield of faith ten minutes good shit it's speech what is this what do you have, Mercury? What what is this? Motivational speech. It's a uh, spell from that um, Acquisitions Incorporated book. It was on his uh, Whistler. It is basically inspirational, uh, inspiring leader, but a spell and a little a little bit worse than the feet, but it gets better as you upcast it. Little little inspiring leader, little hero's feast. Does he get free spells out of Whistler, or is it just known spells? Yeah, it has a certain number of charges. I think nine? Treasure, no heroes, John, Whistler. Yeah, nine charges, and then it's like one charge uh, per, per the level of the spell. So like heroism is one charge, but motivational speech is three. And then you can upcast, uh, but not any higher than your highest castable spell level. So if you cast like Thunder Wave, you could do it at fourth level, but no higher. Mm, okay. Yeah, Mercury is going to pull out his little whisper whistler with a sort of low tone as it sort of blows into it. And he speaks out with the cast time on this. One minute, yeah. So as we sort of get into position, Mercury just sort of starts to play a, a tiny little tune but mostly just speaking out about uh, 
how we shouldn't get ourselves separated like with the harpies and everybody get themselves ready. Don't get hurt too bad now. Now he's going to cast some little motivational speech at fourth level and four thingies. All right. Closer to the commotion. Yeah, so so sort of like, uh, imagine you're sort of going up this hill, right? And the hill seems to sort of flatten out, maybe dip down. You're not really sure because you can't see. Athenaeus and Blanchett go up the hill first. They get to the very top of it, and they seem to be sort of laying flat towards the top of it, looking over. Uh, and you guys are coming up behind them. The You can hear the sounds of creatures past this rise, but you're not sure how far, but they're close enough for you to hear them, so they have to be reasonably close. Uh, but it certainly sounds like a lot of them. You can hear like these rhythmic sort of footsteps or stomps or something uh, reverberating into the ground, and what sounds like sort of large sort of guttural grunts that you're experienced now attribute quite easily to trolls but you also hear this sort of deep building growl it seems to sort of come from your maybe northwest or so uh that seems to maybe be almost definitely werewolves so As... we walked into the middle of a war just a little war this is an apt assessment as you sort of come to the uh, top of this uh, crest and find yourselves all near the, the top of this uh, slope. Uh, you can hear, especially uh, Inferia and Nyx, uh, you can hear Blanchett just ever so slightly whisper, Mom, as you hear this large and sort of surprisingly uh, maybe deep and powerful uh, voice ring out, Ziamalog! Your reign of terror on this mountain comes to an end this day. You may have taken our weapon, but you will not take our strength. Weapon? There's <laughs> the Amalog. Foolish dogs. The trolls have taken this mountain. We outnumber you. We outpower you. You are nothing. You don't even have Thylea's blessing any longer. <laughs> you can hear this big sort of guttural stony almost. It almost sounds vaguely kind of like the um, uh, the sort of the beginning of that like rock avalanche. It sounds like like stones grinding against each other or like clashing against each other. It reminds you uh, very quickly of the troll that you encountered before, the one that sort of forced its way through the trees and had rocks built into it in a weird obviously magical, strange way. Zirmalog is king of all the mountain. Let's see what we can do about that. As uh, you can hear these sort of retorts and cheers coming from the large group of trolls from behind him and being retorted by this large pack of werewolves behind a very large and uh, sort of gray, maybe silver colored um, werewolf that just seems to be bristling with muscle and a soft white glow about her as you do, 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 do. This is kind of a weird shape, but I'll bring you all to it now. So this purple box in this sort of immediate three square area is kind of like the crest. And so you're just gonna imagine you're at the top of this slope and it slopes down into what it is you're seeing. Additionally, seeing these gathered groups, you can see uh, two of these uh, strange uh, 
weird broom wielders, these obvious troll shamans, these casters uh, with them, along with a few larger trolls like you encountered before, and then just like three massive groups of the smaller ones. On the left, you see the large sort of leader werewolf and a couple of these more uh, smaller groups uh, of werewolves to her left and right with a, a larger group, almost sort of matching her in size, but sort of gathered together behind her with, a very, with four very large uh dire wolves around her as well also with that same sort of white glow and nyx you immediately sort of feel uncomfortable uh catching a glance of them as you can see looking at the the dire wolves just immediately this strong blue flame from their eyes seem to just sort of swirl in front of their faces as they look at their prey in front of them the trolls seeming to be coming out of another one of these strange sort of large bodies this one much more obvious though uh notably smaller in size to the one you saw earlier nix an obvious sign of rib cage sort of jutting out of the earth and a massive metal of some kind sword plunged into the earth into where these ribs protrude from it with a gigantic skull just behind it obviously some massive entity stabbed through the chest and laid into the mountain itself as this is what you see holy shit oh man death 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 Oh, there we are. Oh, yeah, we really did. Okay. Swarm of werewolves. Oh, some of them are really big. Is this one mom? Oh, it's a swarm. It definitely seems to be. And she seems to sort of cock her head up towards the sky, the moon just behind her, this white glow seeming to sort of wrap around her body as she just lets out this beautiful and haunting howl out into the sky and the wolves behind her quickly join in as well as they all seem to sort of ready themselves uh, for what seems to be the end of this decisive conflict. Something that uh, in quick assessment, you realize the wolves are greatly outnumbered by the, the loo or army of trolls that have gathered uh, to put an end to these dogs on the mountain. As you all find yourselves up here, all the way towards the back uh, on this strange sort of rise. Uh, and you can see uh, Blanchette looking immediately, just keeping her focus to the left and trying to see if maybe she can run to mom or something. And you see Athenaeus put a hand on her shoulder as he seems to look back to you all uh, just off the side of the... Um, Incline, the, the rise you guys are coming up, uh, slowly bringing up this magic and seeing you all conjure these spells, this uh, motivational speech coming to fruition uh, in just a few moments. Sophia conjuring up these meteors and you can see Athena Neus almost uh, Nyx, definitely with your very high insight. You can see his face as he looks at you is covered in doubt. And the moment he sort of looks at you and looks at you all casting your magic, drawing your weapons, you can see his body language in his face immediately shift from doubt, almost this sense of hopelessness to inspiration, 
Without even having to ask, you all have stepped up to the mantle and fought a battle that you do not have to. And he just seems to sort of smile as he brings up his staff on his side and starts to crest uh, over this incline as Theos is going to crack a joke. <laughs> as it seems like the, the trolls respond to the howl with their own guttural roar, one from Zermalog roaring out over the mountain. You can feel it sort of reverberate uh, through the stone almost. And some of the trolls in these gathered groups glow with that strange sort of green magic again. As it seems like these forces are readying themselves to charge as Nyx, yeah. Do I have time to take an action as they're all? They're yeah, all everyone's everyone's back. everyone's sort of been casting stuff and getting things together. You, you cool. have time to sort of throw something on if you want to. I am going to light some of the herbs in my sensor and go into a prophetic trance ever so briefly. Ooh, interesting. So, as this tension is building between these two forces, and you're seeing uh, all of these uh, entities laid out before you, and you realize the conflict that lays in front of you, Nyx, you decide to call on this connection to prophecy, This, these visions and trances that connect you to, it seems like the strings of fate itself, and allow you to pick and pluck certain moments from them and bring them to fruition. And it is a weird moment for you as calling on this now. Oh no. As you get this trance and you come into this vision, you just see for a moment, your entire vision is red. It is just blindingly red just this blood ruby red fills your vision it's the only thing you can see <laughs> and then it vanishes away you just get this strange sort of vision of something you were not expecting just red red so much red as you unlock a boon what the oh. fuck oh and one that doesn't require you to like cut your own wrist open just to use it. Uh, <laughs> as guidance and aid, when you may need it most, your mind is open. You breathe deep and you pray for your survival as you unlock the boon of heightened trance. When you use your action to expend the use of your channel divinity and enter a prophetic trance, you can, as a part of that same action, attempt to enter a heightened trance, immediately rolling a D100, and if you roll a number equal to or lower than twice your cleric level, you enter a heightened trance, receiving a short vision, phrase, cryptic rhyme, or even an omen concerning the current activity or event you're actively participating in. Additionally, you roll an extra D20 and add it to your recorded numbers. Uh, as a heightened trance, uh, once a heightened trance has been attempted, you can't attempt another one until uh, you finish a long rest. And if you successfully uh, complete a heightened trance, you cannot perform another one for seven days. As. Okay, so a failed heightened trance, I can't try again until after a long rest, but a successful one has a one week cooldown. Exactly. As. Do, 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 do. But it seems like at this moment, when you call on it now, it just auto succeeds as the vision comes to you just bright red. 
Do I get my third D22? Indeed. Hell yeah. Let's go ahead and give me those three uh, D20 rolls. You can whisper them to me or whatever it is you do. Yeah, private GM roll. Ooh, interesting. As... Everyone tried to This isn't going to be an easy battle. As Mercury's motivational speech locks into place and these wolves and trolls charge at each other. As... I need you all to add yourselves to the initiative to the combat tracker. Oh, and was there anything you were hoping to do with your Unseen Servant in the early stages uh, before everything sort of rolled together? Nope. Okay, you were just conjuring it. Have it out. Roger that. Period. Sorry, I had to step away for a second, but would Imperia have had time to put some oils on her um, chakram? Definitely. Yeah, 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 totally. Cool. So then she's going to put um, the acid one on both chakram. Oh, yeah, what kind of fucking oil did Sophia give us? I didn't have a chance to read it. Flameheart, which would have been... Um, Which would be really useful, but it might also be necessary later. Protects you from cold or deals fire damage. I'm really tempted to use it. How hard would it be for Sophia to make me another one? I have plenty. Cool. A flame heart on one and acid on the other. <laughs> I ignite my fire spear with more fire. Genius. Cool. I can't get it to go in the chat, but... How much do you add? It's just D4? I think it's a D4. I, I, I handed you one, should be in your character sheet. Yeah. If I can get it to yeah, I'll see it. I should tell you. Maybe I'll see it, so it's dead. It doesn't actually say. It just has the general rules first. There's a yeah, link, you, though, to it. Yeah, you it click on it. Yeah. So it yeah. has uh, Ash and Fire. Spin a charge when you hit a dude to burn the target ongoing flames. The flames last for up to one minute. Uh, you have to spend an action or tell the yeah, spend an action to put the fire out to make a con save. Ooh, it's just automatic. It's strong. Yeah, set some motherfuckers on fire. They don't even get a save. <laughs> Fire on the dominant one. Acid on the non-dominant one. I am fairly certain from my reading of it and other oils, it is they, they get the con save against the DC, and if they fail it, they're on fire. Okay. That's not what it says, but okay. <laughs> Sorry, I derailed things slightly. Very good. Um, look 
for... Yeah, everybody got their temporary the hit points except for Mercury, because you can only do five duders. Oh, yeah, if you put... You should be able to put your temporary hit points on your... Uh... Okay, everybody's got it. Did. Everybody's got it. Why do you have more temporary... Oh, because your HP is so much lower than everybody else's, that's why. That's why your, your blue bar is slightly bigger. <laughs> I was like, why is her bar... Like, why is her temp HP bar bigger than everyone else's? Oh, Sophie is squishy. A, she's a weak little baby. She's squish. As do do do, where are you at? So it just does fire damage, or we have to like? Yeah, it just Every adds one to four. Okay. Okay. It's like, why is this charge Wait. nonsense? You, every time you hit a dude, you get a d4. When you hit a dude, you can choose to use a charge to use its effect. You get three charges. And if it runs out of charges, it's still there. You just can't use its special effect anymore. Wow. That is if you took a minute to apply it. If you just splash it all on, it only has two charges. It only lasts a minute. If you take a minute to apply it, it lasts an hour. Would we have time for the full minute? Yeah, yeah you had, you had time. Stuff. Cool. Because uh, Mercury had time to sort of quietly put together the uh, mo motivational speech from his whistler. Thankfully, all of these uh, trolls and wolves are howling and yelling at each other, uh, drowning out this soft sort of uh, tone from his whistler. I'll and... spread the flame heart on my spear then. Yeah. Okay, is Bland Chet on here? Where you at, Bland? Oh wow, she actually rolled. Fucking Bland Chet. Jeez. All right. How do you get a nat twenty in combat? You're literally oh a child. As all of you sort of ready yourself for battle, coming up to the top of the uh, ridge. Do, 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 do. Blanchette just seems to take off to directly to the north, taking the dash action. Running behind this tree. quickly as all the trolls seem to be locked on to the werewolves in front of them as this troll just bounds forward as Zermalog roars running up to the wolf in front of him You hear uh, Zermalog's sort of big guttural voice sort of boom out. Uh, 
altar with me. As you can see the... This strange sort of improvised staff wielding uh, caster, this other shaman sort of moves up and begins to sort of twirl her staff and conjure up magic. As do, 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 do. And she is going to cast in front of the other werewolves over there. A large sort of spike growth appears underneath them as it starts wrenching and tearing itself out of the ground, trying to slow their movement and cut into them. This other troll shaman moves directly behind uh, Zir Malog, and you can see this this strange sort of uh, green connection seem to sort of form between the shaman behind him and Zir Malog himself, as he just seems to sort of flex his muscles. Okay, looks like uh, Inferia had to go. Uh, she just is not feeling well, uh, so she's uh, taking off, and it sounds like Mel, you're running Inferia? Yeah, they they gave me some notes on how to run Inferia, and I've, I've done it in the past, and that way Brendan doesn't have to play Puppet Master today. <laughs> Puppet Master. Okay, I need to give you permissions, right? Mm-hmm. And just my luck, Nyx and Inferior are, like, practically back-to-back on the tracker. Hey. Whoa! Christ. Yes, we certainly hope Nikki feels better. Uh, that is... Oh, she can do that and then do... Yes, this one coming up behind Zirmalog, and then immediately you can see blue magic crackling up her arm and out into the midst of these wolves as she's going to cast some pretty powerful magic. Question. What's up? Do we want to leave it on a cliffhanger of the big battle? I don't know if John will be back. Should be back next Check week. Check his uh, attendances. See if we can get everybody back instead of us playing the other half of the party. True, 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 true. Okay, that's a pretty uh, good point. To be fair, if everyone's cool with that. It'd be, it'd be one thing if we were, like, role-playing stuff, but it's it's weird for... Yeah, it's a very yeah, cool it's a climactic like, battle for yeah. Yeah, like, like it's not like the harpies, it's not like a band of goblins. This is like a really, really big and significant moment. Don't want them to miss it either. 
do do do. I don't know where John Tank be. It should be the twenty eighth. Will he be back? I would assume so. God, I went way far back. I'm back in fucking December. Yeah, I, I ended up in January. <laughs> what am I looking at? I realized, oh, if I haven't seen it yet, oof. Let's see, King of the South schedule on. He just said. Oh, he, he said off on the 30th. We also said you guys are going to have Kingdoms of the South on the 30th. Oh, okay. When is the next Kingdoms of the South? 3.30. That's in two weeks. No, it's next week. It's like next Sorry, week. I do a Monday to Sunday calendar, so I'm still <laughs> like at the end of this other week for me. Yeah, when is next Kingdoms of the South? 3.30, so that's, that's next uh, week. Next Tuesday. Yeah, so... Not this upcoming Tuesday, but next Tuesday, so he might be around he on the twenty eighth. Yeah. It's a good bet if he's Because he there. should be he should be back for uh Song of Rapture too. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, he was in the chat earlier. You still hear John? No, I'm just kidding. Uh okay. <laughs> um is that cool with everyone then? I'll just do this last turn, then we'll uh have a short super short session, we'll come back and get into this whole big war. Yeah. That's fine. Sure. I'm, I am okay with that. Okay. Okay, so we'll do that then. So then as this uh, shaman comes up behind Zirmalog, you can see this green sort of tether formed between uh, this shaman and the troll king, and then she quickly raises up an arm, and you can feel this sort of cold burst uh, seem to sort of take place uh, behind uh, the pack leader and in the midst of some of these werewolves as just a barrage of hard ice seems to, to spring forth and slam into the ground, striking and dealing first blood in this conflict. As they need to make some saving throws and I can use this to apply damage with the sudden burst of this magic uh, catching the pack lord uh, by surprise and crashing into her and uh, the swarm managing to sort of succeed but the other uh, wolf towards the back taking the brunt of this damage as I'll apply that as they get hurt pretty badly and it seems to swirl in place as all of you can see this conflict coming into place, coming into being, and you all being the, hopefully, X Factor, the third party that can turn the tide in the favor of these werewolves, a creature misaligned in the realm of Thylea, now needing to find or try to hold on to their only refuge in this world under assault by these trolls. As we should be back next Sunday, hopefully with everyone, so we can continue this kick-ass fight and we can find out what that ominous vision Nyx had meant and what may come into being or what may happen over the course of this fight. Or maybe it's about the future. Who knows? Dun-dun-dun.
as that is all i've got for you tonight uh sorry it's a short session but just you know life sometimes happens uh, i want to thank those of you for hung out who hung out with us uh tonight and hosted and giant thunder thank you so much for the resub for 43 months uh of support i really appreciate it it really really does help uh and pyrus Manaburst, thank you so much for tuning in for hosting uh jc cordis thank you so much for following and i of the Eye of the Night, thank you, for, thank you for following and tuning in uh, after hanging out with Mel in the uh, merchandising stream. Uh, you guys are awesome. And everyone else who is here with us, uh, I want to thank you so much for watching. And I hope you come back, uh, hopefully this Thursday for Song of Rapture and this upcoming Sunday for Heroes of Thylea. That is all we've got for you. Oh my God, as you can see, Brendan showing off the blanket once again. And don't forget, Lionhead Gaming is now on Redbubble. Now you can get the LHG logo on not just a shirt, but a sticker, a phone case, a poster, a blanket, and more. You can also purchase a mug that has our logo on one side and the Lionhead Gaming slogan on the back, which is make your dice roll 20s and you always make your saves. The link will be in the chat and for our podcast listeners, a link will be included in the description. Indeed, indeed. That's all we got for you. We're going to go ahead and host somebody else playing some D&D. Go enjoy uh, their story and the conflicts that they're getting into. And as always, uh, may your dice roll 20s and you always make your saves. Bye! Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Check out our merch store.